two, he may just come up, finish it off. But uh, I want to say this is uh, February, and really, actually, this is Heart Awareness Month. That's been around a long time. How many knows that? Does anybody know you have a heart? Okay, if you don't believe that, just put your hand on your chest. If it's beating, that's awesome. If it's not, we better get some help. How many of you have a spiritual heart too? Come on, you have a spiritual heart. This heart, your physical heart, pumps blood throughout the body. Without that heart, you're in trouble. You, you're in trouble. I'm going for, I went for a heart scan, my annual or bite, uh, this past week. And uh, then I'm going to see the cardiologist uh, Tuesday about my heart. It's a, it's one of my priorities to take care of what God gave me to take care of my body. take some of you all. That's good because that's what a washing machine does. Before you can get clothes clean, it's got to be agitated. There's a device down in that washing machine called an agitator. How many knows that? You put clothes down there without the agitator, dirty clothes in, dirty clothes out. They just get wet. They're wet, dirty clothes. But if you've got an agitator that beats them around, and, and sometimes the word of the Lord, sometimes God places people in our life that speak a word into our lives that it don't always make us feel warm and fuzzy, but sometimes it agitates us. But the reason for the agitation is so things will drop off of your life that don't need to be in your life. How many knows that? Heart Awareness Month is just, it's emphasis on heart. They still do all that, right? Uh, on, on the cardiovascular system and the cardio. To keep up with your heart because your heart needs to be healthy. As well as your physical heart needs to be healthy, your spiritual heart needs to be healthy too. So I'm going to ask you this morning, where is your heart spiritually? If, if your heart is beating spiritually, is it beating well? Is it beating good? Does it, is there a strong heart? Do you have a home, strong heartbeat for God? The Lord said of David, He said, I have sought me out a man who is after my heart. My heart. So this morning I'm gonna we're gonna look into the Word of God. Uh This is a pretty long rope. It used to be longer now. I started cutting it up for different things. But it used to be, it used to be really, really long. I know some of you probably seen this before. There was a lot of rope there. And on one end of the rope is a small piece of bread. That represents your life here. What you invest into. My job, my hobbies, my family, my career, uh, whatever my life might get into here, that invest that. So what we do in life is we we put all of our time into this one little part right here. When you have this whole other white part of the road that represents your eternity. So you're investing in this one little part and all that other part is where you're going to live in eternity somewhere. You are an eternal creation. You're going to live somewhere. You're going to live for Jesus in heaven one day or you're going to live where the devil lives. Now if, if it's in, in hell, so the, I know that word's not popular anymore. People don't 
that word. But it's a reality. What you invest your life into is usually the outcome of your eternal residence. So why do we spend knowing that we're going to live forever should our investment be in more eternal things than the little natural things when it's all said and done really they don't add up to much. Oh, but I need a job. Yeah, you do. God knows that. Oh, I, I need to I need to leave my kids a, a bunch of money. I need to have a home. I need to have so many cars. I need to have a good career. I, I need to have all this. I need to have all that. Right there is where that is. <laughs> oh. What you were doing this morning when God was at was stirring your heart to be a creation of praise and worship, you were investing in this part. You're going to do that in heaven one day. How many knows that? You're going to give God praise for real. So here, while you're here, invest that time into those things that are worth. What I've learned throughout the years, you'll do what's important to you. Right. <laughs> if it's not important, you won't do it. Right. <laughs> so, let's read a word. I ain't made you man already, have I? Oh, goodness, if we did, I'm in trouble. <laughs> so I'm going to share a word this morning when your heart's not in it. Because we can all be there. So this year, 23, is new in me. In other words, God says, close to me in 23. So this year is an emphasis on getting close to God. I heard that word from the Lord. And in ministry, on every level here, God has given an assignment to us is to emphasize that, teach that, and exemplify that in the days to come. Is that we get closer to God. We draw closer to God. This is year to get close to God. Not a year to get far from Him. This is a, the year to close the gap and get close to Him. Right. How many of us that God wants to be close to you? Are you with me? How many knows that God wants to be close to you? Yeah. Can, can I say this to you? God invested the best that he had. The best that he had. Not the leftovers. The very prime. The very best that he had. To ensure that you could be brought, brought close to him. Somebody should shout it right there. God so loved you that he gave his best for you. He loves me. On my worst day, he loves me. On my best day, he loves me. So, but there are times in our life that we know that. But our heart is in to our service and our, 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 our devotion to God. Our heart is not in to God. Listen, we can all be real here. And be honest with each other. There are times in my life that my heart was not in what I was doing. Are you listening to me today? Have there been times when your heart wasn't into your praise and your worship? You were sitting there, but your heart wasn't into it. I don't want to be in church. So you stay out. And when your heart's not in it, listen. Listen, baby doll. The devil gave you every kind of reason why you can't be here. If your heart's not in it, you won't be in it. Yeah. 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 There's that horse machine. <laughs> Get me out of this horse, Lord. If your heart's not in it, you won't be about it. 
You know, Michael Jordan, back several years ago, played in the NBA playoffs with a hundred, of course, the restrictions today wouldn't allow him to do that. But at that time, he played with 103 degree temperature. He didn't miss a beat. You know why he played with an adversity like that? Because his heart was into his game. <laughs> How many knows you'll go a lot further when your heart is in what you do? Nobody has to make you do something. Nobody has to bribe you. Nobody has to make you feel. There are times that we've all been there. There have been times that I really didn't want to. There have been times that my heart has not been in the ministry. There have been times in my heart. And listen, we're not just talking about God things, which is eventually heart thing. It is about heart thing. Your heart can sometimes not be in your job, in your career. Right. How many knows that? Oh, do I have to go to work today? I'm going to call in. I'm going to take me a mental health day. My heart's not in it. I, I just don't want to be there. Come on. You all look at me like deer in headlight. You know what I'm talking about. There are times that your heart's not in your family. Oh, no, not me. Oh, Jesus. I'm holy. I'm, I'm always into my kids. Sure, I know that you die for your kids. But there are times that your heart is not necessarily in the parenting. Jesus, I don't even know why you give me this message. I'm preaching to all these sanctified holy people here. There are times, there are times that your heart is not into your marriage. <laughs> oh. So I'm just saying today, sometimes our heart is not into it. Sometimes our heart is not into it. Have you ever tried to do something, but your heart really wasn't in it? How many will be real with you today? I promise you, you won't get struck down with a lightning bolt if you raise your hand. I'm going to ask this question again. This is your chance to be honest. How many in this room, young and old alike, has done something and your heart has never not been into it? I figured that. Take every hand in here, right? If the people didn't want to raise their hand, I don't know why they was. Their heart's not in it. Because your heart 
is not into it. My mind may think, Steve, that I, I know I should. I know I need to be. But my heart is not in it. Which takes us to a scripture this morning. And if you have your Bible, I hope you have a Bible. I'm old school. I believe in breaking your Bibles. Basically, with me. We're not going to be wrong, okay? But we're here, as David said in Psalm 51 and 10. Search my heart, O oh God. You know why I went to a cardiologist, went to, to do a CAT scan, why I did all this medical stuff? So medical science can search my heart Come on. and see if there was a problem there that I needed to address. There are problems in our lives at times that we need to address. If I'm going through the motion, if I'm not feeling it, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a little scoop one on you. I'm not saying that all the time you'll feel what you do. But I believe in feelings. I believe feelings will line up with faith though. There are times that you can't feel God. But I think it's necessary times that you feel what you do. That's called passion. How many knows it's important to be passionate about what you do? I heard a preacher tell me one time, a minister, he was a visiting evangelist in another church, and we were leading worship. He came up to me at the end and said, I love your energy. That wasn't the best answer I could have, I would have wanted to hear. I would have wanted to hear more like, I love your passion. How many knows that's important to be passionate about what you do? It's important to have passion in your marriage. It's important to have passion in your parenting. It's important to have passion in your work, in your career. It's important to have passion in your ministry. Are you getting a hold of anything? Are you hearing what I'm saying? So this year, close to him means a check at your heart. Where is your heart? Is your heart in it? You know, is your heart in it? Psalms 31 and 24. There's a powerful word right here. Then we're going to get to the main text. Okay. The psalmist said, Be strong and let your heart take courage. Sometimes, sometimes we lose heart. Or simply our heart is not in what we're doing. There's so many powerful illustrations in the Word of God that back this up and illustrate this. So powerful. Sometimes our heart is not in it. Our heart is not in it. Sometimes our heart is not in the serving. So therefore, most of the time we won't serve. Sometimes our, our heart is not in ministry, so we become more unfaithful. Sometimes our heart is not in the Word of God, so we neglect that Word. Sometimes our heart is not in our relationship with God, and we neglect our time of prayer and communion with the Lord. You see, prayer is something you get to do. And it's not something you have to do. It's a privilege. I don't have to hang out with my wife. I get to. Thank the Lord for that. Yeah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't have to hang out with my kids. I'm not carving out a time. But let me just fit my children in here wherever I can. I get to hang out with my kids. I get to preach with my son. I get to worship and read with my children. I don't have to do that. I get to do it. Are you with me? If you 
say I'm with you. If your heart's not into this word today, it'll be like water on a duck's back. If all your head go right off, and you'll be going to the the fast food store, looking for something to eat, and somebody will ask me, what did the preacher preach? If your heart's in this word, if your heart is in what God is trying to communicate to you, how many knows that He will transform and change your life when you become a doer of the word? Not just somebody hearing words, but doing what the word says. So, Lord, Isaiah 51 15 for thus the Lord says the one who is high and he's lifted up who inhabits eternity whose name is holy I dwell in the high and the holy place and also with him who has a contrite and lowly spirit to revive that spirit to revive that spirit, to revive the heart of the contrite. If we're contrite to our direction of going, then God can help you change your direction. My direction this year is to get close to God. Guess what? God's already been working in my mind and in my heart, showing me things that I need to drop, things that I need to be more about, things that I need to quit fussing and worrying about, things that I need to quit aggravating. Life is too short to live your life. Life is too short to live your life on a trauma stage. All that drama, all that stuff we get our lives into, thank you. Look at the rest of our life, eternity. Come on. How, we want to spend our life. We want to use our life. We want to dedicate our life to those things that have meaning and purpose. So Jesus confronts a group of religious people. for them. It's like a drink, a cold drink of water to a soul that's thirsty in a weary land. I just quoted you a word today. It's word. It's like a cold drink of water in a thirsty land. God refreshes me. How about you? So Jesus confronted Jesus confronted some Pharisees. And they found themselves going through tremendous religious rituals, but their hearts were far from God. So we're going to read our main text today. So open your Bibles to Matthew 15. We're going to look at two scriptures, okay? Hallelujah. Help me, Holy Spirit, to be a doer of the word. So all this chapter is about Jesus talking to him about really about money. But guess what? If your heart's into it, your billfold will be into it too. Yeah, I knew I'd get a lot of amens right there. And preachers, that's all they talk about is money. Well, you don't say that when your bills need to be paid. You don't say that when you need gasoline in your car. You don't say that when you're going to Gatlinburg. You don't say, listen, the love of money is the root of all evil. Not money. Money is, God knows that we need finances. So, oh, I'm not going down that road. I can tell some of you right now. 
the heart's not in it. You can tell when somebody's heart is not in Matthew 15, 89. These are the words of Jesus. These are not my words. Have you got those scriptures up there? Matthew 15, 8 through 9. There's a little emoji after that about a heart that is divided. Our heart can't be divided. God wants to close that gap. The, the, the division in the heart is the space in between. Listen. Your heart was created and designed for the master of the universe. Your heart was made for God. There is a place, there is your heart, there's a place in your heart that's reserved for God. Your life will never be fulfilled. Unless God is at the center of that heart. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? In other words, what is where God is missing in our heart, we fill it with other things. We fill it with career. We fill it with jobs. We fill it with money. We fill it with, with recreation. We fill it with, with kids. We fill it with all this stuff. But God's place was at the center of your heart. When He's at the center of your heart, your life has more balance and well-being and purpose. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm going to say this to you this morning. I'm going to go back and clear something up. I just felt this check. We're talking about Jesus addressing the Pharisees. And this was, these were over really money, mammon, or money issues. Jesus also addressed the Pharisees when some, when some publicans came in or some people who wanted to be seen in their giving. And they put all their stuff in and they wanted Jesus to see them put that stuff in. But there was a little widow woman, all she had was a little single mind. <laughs> May have not been a lot to some people. But to her, her heart was in what she was doing. And the Bible said Jesus looked at that little woman as she was leaving and said, this woman gave more than all of them. You know why? Because her heart was in the what she gave. You may not have as much as somebody else. If what you have, you give it as unto the Lord, your life is blessed. Not because of the amount you have, because of the heart you give what you have with. Does that make sense? Sometimes people are afraid there because they feel like, well, you know, Feel like the enemy beats me up because I don't have as much. That's not what it's about. The, the what it's about is the heart you give with. <laughs> the heart you give with. Amen. Amen. So Matthew 15. Oh well. Not not a whole lot more. Hang in there with me, okay? Matthew 15. He said, these people, and Jesus, these are the words of Jesus. Jesus was pointing out the Pharisees there. You're talking about, you're talking about being pointed out. Oh, I believe I've lost you. I hope I've not lost you. Are you with me today? Yeah. Okay. These people, they honor me with their lips. Come on. But their hearts are far from me. There have been times that I honored God with these. But my heart wasn't into what I was doing. Does that make sense? There have been times that I've been a Pharisee. Oh, I knew I, knew I wouldn't get anybody 
saying, Amen, Pastor. That's right. I've been too. Listen, there are times that we've been Pharisees. There have been times that we've been hypocritical. There have been times that our heart has not been where it should have been with God. Be real. You don't have to pretend. Let's just be real. That's all God requires. So let me finish the text. Thank you all for honoring God's word. That could stand. So these people, Jesus said, they honor me with their lips, but their heart are far from me. I see a problem, Jesus said. They're saying a lot of stuff with their mouth, but their heart is not in it. If I had a nickel for every time somebody told me something they're going to do, Jesus. Listen, if I had a nickel for every time I told God I was going to do something, woo! Come on, anybody real here with me today? But we ain't got it yet. Or we haven't done it. Jesus said, their heart's far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. Thank you. You may be seated. They say a lot of things. There have been like, uh, times in my life that what I did didn't match what I said. Uh, I, I'm going to make you love me before it's over with. I'm going to preach the love of God right into you. You're going to love me anyway. Hallelujah. Sometimes we can sit in great atmospheres and don't realize what we have. And sometimes we're always looking, looking for something that we don't have. And what we really need is right here in our face. But it's got to be something else. It's got to be something better. It's got to be somewhere else. It's got to be another preacher. It's got to be another word. It's got to be more work. It's got to be this. It's got to be that. No, it's right there. The Word of God is nigh. The Word in, in your mouth. And there are times what we say, our heart, and listen, don't get me wrong. I've been there. I, listen. Don't get silent on me and say, Pastor's beating me up. I'm not beating you up. I don't have the capability of beating you up. I wouldn't want to beat you up. If I had to beat you to submission, what you give after that would be worth a hill of beans. Would be worth that much. Because Jesus wants people whose hearts are undivided. He, he seeks for worshipers who worship Him in spirit and in truth. That means your heart is in what you do. I know that we can all get in places. We can get in crazy places. Sometimes, sometimes I don't know what to do with encouraging people. I encourage people sometimes and they think I'm not in their business. Sometimes I don't say anything well, Pastor Art just don't care anything about me. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying? <laughs> I learned. If I check on you, it's a God thing. I'm not up in your business. I don't want to be up in your business. I don't want you in my business. <laughs> Come on, be real. Sacrifice a smile here, Josh. <laughs> the prophet sitting next to you, right there. I'm about ready to end this thing. Our heart, our actions can even be in it, but our heart is not in it. If I had to put a guilt trip on you to get you to come to church, you may come. 
But if I have to tell you something, well, if you don't start going to church, you're going to go, you know where. <laughs> you know, God's just going to kick you off his boat. And he's going to wipe you off. And if I have to make you feel guilty in order to be here, your heart is not going to be here. How many knows that? So the issue becomes a heart issue. The heart, are you hearing what I'm saying? The, the issue becomes a heart issue. It's not a doing enough issue. It's not I'm doing too much or I'm, I'm doing not enough. The issue becomes about your heart. If your heart is in it, guess what? Your actions will be in it. Nobody will have to make you get up here and praise. Worship. Woo, Jesus, I get to praise him today. I believe that. 
And Debbie, I know. You get so embarrassed. Please come back. Don't 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 let this run your way. Okay, I'm not I'm amen what your dad said. God's doing something in your life.
anything for her. Because she had my heart. I'm going to make him come down here and do that demonstration for you.
Joshua, all this land will I give to you. Joshua 14 and 9. Closing. You know why the Lord said that? Because you have wholeheartedly followed the Lord your God. All this will I give you because you wholeheartedly. You know what? Today, there are blessings. God, listen, is holding the door. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There are things in your family that God is standing there. I'm just waiting for them to invest because I'm ready to open the door
trouble loving people. If there's, a, if there's an issue in your heart with God, there's going to be an issue in your life with people. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If there's an issue in your heart, then there's going to be an issue with people. God wants to bless your marriage in 23. Your marriage being blessed in 23 can be the, the gap filler between you and God. Maybe God's working in your life. He's working in your family. He's working in your children. I believe all of us can say here today, maybe not all my family know Jesus and, and know the Lord. Maybe my work, uh, people I work with, whatever that situation is, I'm going to close with this. Hear this out right now. Closing here. And the Lord's going to require of us something here today. And we don't have time, but I want you to read it. I want you to make an investment in reading this in these upcoming days, okay? It's a part of it. And I'm going to share what God has shared that we're to do for 21 days. But this is what, in Haggai chapter 2, this is what I want you to read. The people of God went back to rebuild Jerusalem because of the devastation and being led back to Jerusalem after the, the city had been torn and destroyed. And God called a number of people to go back. There was different ways of people went back. But under Haggai's ministry, they began to rebuild the temple, the place of worship, the place where God was, the place where God is. They needed to restore them. Listen. And they worked on it. And they worked on it. And the Bible says they got discouraged. There was opposition. And then they got discouraged. Whatever your heart is for God about, the devil will make sure that you get discouraged in your heart from being about it. You know what the assignment is? Is to get you to give up the work. To get you to give up your assignment. No purpose. And so what happened is they stopped the building. And then they started going to building their own houses and homes. They started doing all this other stuff. And for 15 to 18 years they quit their assignment. Until God sent Haggai there and told him, reminded them, come on, let's get back. Put your heart into what you're doing. You've got to rebuild this place. God has purpose and God has a plan. Can I say God has a purpose and plan for your life here today? God has a purpose and place for your life. But to be the greatest effect, to be the greatest to be the most effective in our work and our and our purpose in that is for our heart to be totally about it. And I'm, I'm being real with you. I was real with you today. I said there are times that my heart's not been here. Can I be real with you? I bet some of you, I bet some of you just said, well, I ain't going to like him no more. <laughs> there, there, there are times that I'm sitting over here I mean, you know, but my mind is somewhere else. I, I don't even know. But, you know, I'm lifting my hands. But my heart is really not about. I'm saying things. But my heart sometimes isn't about what I'm saying. That's why Jesus called those guys out. You're right. Your heart's far from me. You're loving me with your lips, but your heart's far from me. Let's love God with all of our heart. Let's make that, let's make that our assignment in 23. As we listen, there won't be any trouble about getting close to God. You just make God your priority. So what I've got, I got a homework for you. Come on, smile at me, Emma. I've got homework for you. We're gonna do a 21 day fast. Oh, you mean I, I can't eat for 21 days? I'll never make it, Pastor Art. I didn't say that. Maybe you need to put away some TV. 
social media. Oh, Jesus, no. Pastor, you just said the cardinal sin. I can't do without my Facebook. Get your place in this book. Jesus today. Just lift your hand real high to, to the Lord right now with me. 
and say, I, I make a decision today to give my heart to Jesus. Totally. I'm not going to hold anything back from him. And then I'm going to ask Amber to come up and get a song. So, Miss Amber, if you'll come on up here right now. And we're going to pray over you here at the end. But if you're here, you need to give your life to Jesus right now. Slip your hand. Last time I'm going to ask if there's somebody here that needs to give your heart to Jesus right now. Raise your hand with mine. Raise your hand with mine. This, this is something you don't, you don't have to do. This is something you get to do. So if God is knocking at your heart, just simply say, Lord, I need you. I need you in my life. It, the, the big deal is what, how the enemy works on our, in, in, our, in our life and how he works and how he tries to make us feel and, and, and all this stuff. But really, it's a powerful, simple step of faith. We just simply make that step to dream Jesus. And I know, and I've, I've heard stories in the past, God saved me before I even got up to the altar. The day I opened my heart, He came in right there at that moment. If that's you, slip your hand last time. If you're here today and you're, you need to get closer to God, you're here and you need to get closer. You're here and you need to dedicate more of your heart to God. You need to be more. You need to rearrange your priorities. You need to change things so you can get closer to God in your heart. Raise your hand with me right now. So I'm going to ask you to do this on the count of three. I want you to come forward. Those that raised their hand and those who need to help us pray, I want you to come in one motion. One, two, three. I want you to come to Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Come on, that's what I'm talking about. Come on, where's your heart? Where's your heart? Where's your heart? Yes, yes. Come on, I need people helping me pray here today. Where's your heart? Where's your heart?